0: And we're back to talk about high tech boogeyman and wiping things on curtains. <laughs> nice. Or not. Oh, man. Whatever drives your wife crazy. Um, oh, prosciutto. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that I love Dave Kennedy. Oh, my gosh. He is my hero. So, so this. I would only. See, I. I don't I hate to talk about Dave every week because there's lots of other people that I love in computer security but not all of them are like all over the news channels all the time. Yep.
1: You but know? but and I, and I will say Dave Kennedy testifying before Congress is the new computer security folks moment just like we had when the Loft testified before Congress about the complete lack of security in Windows the government. That that is their moment. We had our moment of yeah. you know our well, you know, people Dave, that we idolized Dave in came the out industry. And
0: and talked about the security issues with the uh healthcare.gov site, which yep. I I think bears repeating about how just horrible that is and the administration's push to to really make this go forward while still having I mean not even not even a shred of security yep. on this site. And Dave brought up a good point. The reason I put the Link to the video in there, I, I think really was to highlight his point that, um, in uh, I'm 99.9% sure he's correct here, right? Since they are the federal government, Jack, they are not obligated to report a breach. Is that correct? Do they not have to abide by any kind of breach law? That was Dave's claim. I tend to well, think it's true. Well,
2: here's, uh, here's my opinion mm-hmm. is that. Uh, they are excluded being executive federal and then uh, secondary opinion, which is borne out by activity. It doesn't seem to matter what the fucking laws are with not just this administration, but everybody within inside the beltway uh, these days doesn't give a crap. And one of the real challenges in this story is that a lot of people are trying to talk about this story as an information security issue. And um, while there are InfoSec lessons here, I mean, there are more lines of code in healthcare.gov than in Windows. What? Yes. (laughs) It's a fucking website. Um, It's political. And it's trying to fix this based on OWASP best practices is like trying to do anything in your organization without paying attention to the needs of the business and there were political mode there were political moves to make this non functional really yes there there is political intrigue so the end result is just a catastrophic failure of fundamental technology forget security the yeah. thing doesn't yeah. work it doesn't work right yeah. i mean those of us that have like run networks or run websites we got yelled at when shit didn't work, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes them yell at you. If it's not secure, you don't get yelled at until somebody pops you. I was say right? you get yelled at when it gets hacked. Yeah. <laughs> right. But if it doesn't work, the yelling starts immediately. Uh-huh. Well, they couldn't keep it up long enough to get yelled at, which... Oh, there's, how's that for a straight line?
1: Wow. He wow. Sounds it up. Like my wife. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but um, I think Dave did a good job. He had you know one notable detractor who
1: said Dave's take on it was political. Um, and that guy needs to put down the freaking crack pipe. They're... Well, Dave's, so not here's what, well here's... Dave's not
0: really too shy about his political No, dude, No, but Dave's not
2: shy about it. But Dave, I think, was careful to make the point of you know was was careful to separate that. Yes. Yeah,
0: it was not a political rant, I don't he, think. He he
2: was not and also uh I think you have to pay attention to what Dave said before you can you can come out and make that accusation. Yeah, I agree. Um but you know again that actually goes back to my other point which is it's all political, this is political. and it's just yeah. yeah. fun to talk about them but the the thing that really just baffles me and I forget the exact numbers uh, Dave actually said them I forget what interview it was in but they've mentioned the number of lines of code in healthcare.gov and compared it to the number of lines of code in something like Windows. And there's it, it it's just baffling.
1: This is, this is one of those classic cases in which you go into and in your organization where you have to get something implemented in your organization. This project needs to move forward. But the guy that's responsible for the last mile, like the network, doesn't want to do it, so he doesn't give a flying heap about whether this thing actually works or not. And he's totally lackadaisical. This is that bringing the whole political mess into it and doesn't care whether it really works or it doesn't, but I'm a
2: CCIE we're using Cisco gear here. Damn it.
1: Yeah. We'll (laughs) we'll get to it when I damn well please to get to it. And Oh, the deadline is already passed for it live and it's live. Well, I haven't configured half of the shit that I needed to do. It's one of those type of scenarios, like your worst nightmare of a project with all of the worst nightmare of a people. Stop that you could at, look at possibly look over. Don't look edit. over his. Oh, sorry. Shoulder. The, so the pro- yeah. yeah. And it gets worse. Focus, Larry, focus. So I am focused it gets, on the wrong thing, right?
2: It gets worse, too. Hi. Yeah. So I'm not sure how That's you are at this
1: decide or who recommended I got a pop-up. <laughs> pop-up. Yeah. 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 Attention. Hello? <laughs> Tec- technical a... support? <laughs> I get a pop-up, oh up too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, so don't make me laugh at her. This federal site oh. is, a, is kind of an aggregator, clearinghouse, hub, portal, whatever you want to call it. And there need to be state sites. They don't need to be. There must be, right?
1: No, there can be. There can't. And, and
2: there are billions and billions of dollars waiting to be squandered on uh, statewide insecure, unreliable bullshit sites to connect to the master unreliable, insecure bullshit site. Yep. Because at the state level, I'm sure they'll do an even better job of securing uh, the system. Oh, never mind.
1: Actually, so from what I've heard, a bunch of the states have done a really fantastic job implementing it because, and my guess is, and it's a complete guess, that the political climate may have been different there in that the support was for it and that that particular barrier was not in the way for those particular projects. Yeah,
2: so some of, some of them certainly are working, but there's going to be, a, there's cash on the table and people mm. are going to spend it even if they're opposed to the idea. Yeah. Uh, and they'll just make sure it doesn't deliver. But, so, yeah. uh, how long do you
3: think it'll take before there are websites selling all Americans' health data? Hmm. Like, malicious websites. I
1: think there already are. <laughs> okay, I'm with Carlos. I think they're already, already off.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: Well, so far, there's not... The,
2: who was it? I forget who it was that was downplaying it, because it's only name, address, social security number, and birth date. Only. What? <laughs> yeah. It's not like it had credit card numbers or something. Oh yeah. my I, God. I've listened to way too much about this and it just it all blurs into one yeah. uh, making me cranky thing. But, you know, it's, it's
1: whatever. And, and we haven't is,
2: figured out high performance and reliable websites yet. And, so.
1: and, and for me, this is all aside from any of the political stuff because I could care less about the political stuff. Um, but it becomes of hey, you're putting people at potential risk and this is the worst project management I've ever seen because of political stuff. And it, it's a direct corollary to things that you'll run into in your organization. Um, yeah. Well, I, oh, well, it, I like it's government. government Do doesn't
0: I government follow the Murphy rule? Your shit is always done by the lowest bidder.
2: Well, well, there's a that's, lot of things. Some, play. Sometimes, unless the bidder is, you know.
3: Hey,
0: I, I think it goes a little deeper than that. And, <laughs> and I think, dude, talk about Larry's point about Um, how this translates into what we do in our own organizations. When you launch something new that people use, you've really got one chance to make a first impression. Yeah. And to go back and re-impression those people, right, and change their impression about the product or service you're offering is extremely difficult. Yep. And, And that's the catastrophic thing that is killing this whole concept of healthcare and healthcare.gov, and the whole thing is that when the site first went up, it didn't work. And now it's coming out that the site is not secure, and then you know all the stuff keeps coming out, and what happens is people lose complete confidence in um, this particular product in or service. And that can happen in your own organizations as well. and it's interesting to see how much security versus usability. Ways into that, right? It's all about usability. I mean, sure, there are those like Dave Kennedy and ourselves that are saying the security on this website is bad and that should make you not want to use it. But the glaring thing that the public is worried about is that this website doesn't work at all.
1: Right, right. And that that was all of the goals about fixing it was that we need to be able to support 50,000 sustained users by, what was it, December 1st. Nowhere in that was we're going to make this more secure based on this congressional testimony. Nowhere. They work long, hard hours between the hours of 10 and 3 until December 1st to make it so
0: that they could... If you want this to work, you go to someone like Amazon or... (laughs) Bruce Potter.
1: People that can make something like this work and have made this work. And that's who you get. It's it's every time that uh, something comes up about, hey, you want to have something about some high availability or lots of people going to your website... You know ma- in massive quantities for very short periods of time, go talk to the schmoo group for crying out loud. um they've been there, well, they've done that go to Akamai or something
0: well yeah. <laughs> right yeah ja- i mean <laughs> the there's, schmoo- a, the schmoo- there's schmoo- a laundry you can
1: go to Akamai, but there's you know. a
0: laundry list of yeah. companies you can talk to that that have made this work before. you know what I mean yeah, so you need redundancy
2: in distribution and distribution yeah. yeah it's it's clearly not, like, none of that happened right. Well, I mean, this server. is not a
3: new problem that they're trying to solve. Like, so yeah. this, the reason they this can't this high solve volume. it is because the people in charge, I mean, there's so much political intrigue going on. They're willing to let every hang everybody out to dry just so they can make the other side look bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, don't let your own organizations fall victim to this, because this can happen within your own organization. Absolutely. Political Absolutely. things like that happen inside of your own organization. Anyway. Yeah.
1: And and, uh, and then when you screw it up as a project ma- it gets screwed up as you being the project leader, project manager, it becomes your fault. Right. So uh, there's some valuable lessons to learn there.
0: So uh, a pen tester scooped up some source code. Yeah. To Prezi, which I think is hilarious. Uh-huh. Just because of our history. History of Prezi. Prezi. Your history of Prezi. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But apparently the way that he hacked them um, was out
1: of scope for their bug bounty program. Yeah,
0: he then refused to award his efforts because the domain that he investigated was intra.prezi.com wasn't in the competition, so they weren't paying him the bug bounty, even though he had all of their source code. I think that someone sitting there with all your source code that went to a domain that you
1: own, whether or not you said it was in scope or not. Deserves the bug bounty. Yep. He's he, he did you see the update after the public outcry? Yeah. He is
2: getting the bug bounty.
1: And you know what he said? I don't want it. I don't care. But really? a point. yeah. 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 It, now, yeah. Did you hear did you hear how he made that happen? For the intra dot whichever it was. He um did some uh, recon for the owners and found the 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 founders um, GitHub page Oh yeah, used yeah. before yes. it was a, a, a product, uh, a commercial product. And the what was supposed to be a private GitHub repository was a public GitHub repository. And in that public, <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be private GitHub repository were some credentials in one of the text files in the GitHub repository. Those credentials worked for the Intrasite. And those wow. credentials allowed uh, yes. him to gain access to all the source code. Classic, classic win.
2: There's no rules in
1: hacking. No, I that mean that's
0: a perfect it's, example of right where they're just, trying to put rules, but that that's the whole definition of hacking is you just you just yeah. i not even breaking the rules, right? You're just there are no rules.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, no... so there there are rules for the bug bounty. Yeah, and yeah, I, I mean, can see having rules for the bug bounty because I mean, how would you like to have? Uh, you know how you like to stand up your company's website and say you know we'll do a bug bounty and you know and do it legit and uh somebody ddos you and say well i was able to knock you over it's like right. well no we so you, i can see having some rules but in a case like this that no, to, I, you know there needs to be need be
0: boundaries there need not to be necessarily rules boundaries right.
2: right and if like, somebody like, finds ki- an edge kidnapping case like and this, blackmail Shouldn't yeah, enter the yeah, equation, yeah. right? But, but that's a but boundary. But if somebody thing. finds an edge case like this, they they should have like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah that's not covered. But we're going to take care of you. Is is the way to do it? Because it's not like that's not going to get. That's not boy.
1: not a bad. That's like not a, not a bad thing. Um. Yeah, that's a bad thing.
2: That's yeah, that's <coughs> straight up bad. And and you know they contacted <coughs> them immediately and you know mm-hmm. played by the rules except whatever. But you know it's the whole prezi source code which. Sure, the original Prezi source code looks a lot like uh, Microsoft macros, since that's just a web-based stolen version of that um, old plugin for PowerPoint. Wow! <laughs> oh, really? Is that where it
0: came from? I didn't know.
2: Yeah, there, uh, I forget what it was called, but there many years ago there was a PowerPoint plugin that did that grouping, zooming, sliding, swooping. Give your audience a barf bag uh, motion, <laughs> nice. which you know Prezi does. Puke as a, ser- puking, presentation as a service. Service. Um, puking presentation as a service. Puking <laughs> presentation as a service. P P A S S P P A A S. I know you're a big fan of Prezi. Fall
0: love Prezi, <laughs> love it. <laughs> I actually i like i like the concept of Prezi. Um, I just prefer to write it in Keynote or PowerPoint and actually have words. In, Prezi. Well, Uh, I'm okay without words, and if
2: it's it's a fairly simple and highly visual deck, it can work in Prezi. If there isn't a lot of transition, if there's not a lot of moving... I I tried using Prezi because I do like the concept. Katie um, Katie Rodson, who was on with Mike Murray several months ago, she and I did a talk in uh, Atlanta, and she did the deck in Prezi, and it worked really well, but it was 12 slides, it was drink recipes. And we'd chain, make one transition, make some drinks, get hackers drunk, make another transition. You know, is not lots of words, so it wasn't uh, motion sickness inducing. But anyway, yes, they should uh, take care of people that try to play by the rules, even if they kind of bend them.
1: Jack, I'm assuming you've seen uh, your and Katie's uh, uh, dedication on security reac- reactions.
2: Oh, the the cat with the glass. Yes. yes. Yep yes indeed
1: <laughs> audience <laughs> members drinking cocktails made by Jack Daniel and Katrina Rodson at b Atlanta
2: <laughs> <laughs> we went through uh yeah what did we go through we served at least 80 drinks alright well we served at least 70 and made at least 80 <laughs> nice
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh uh, I had an article on securing your Apache server from a DDoS <laughs> <laughs> I thought Allison might, might have some comments in this article um well, yeah, what I- that
3: one caught my eye, and uh, I'm still going through it. But so, it seems like these attacks that it's uh, defending against are the kind that are designed to lock up your CPU.
1: Yes, you heard you heard this uh, Apache Oday out by Gobbles, right? What did
0: we, How did we just get? Did we just get transported back to
1: 2001? Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I saw it today. that Gobbles released uh, Oday. Gobbles, Gobbles. Uh, Gobbles, Oday on Apache on BSD.
0: That's that's like ten, twelve years ago that happened.
1: No. Yes. Apache scalp. Why did I see it uh, on the news today?
3: This is like you have a link to it. This is like old, dude. Is it? Yeah. This is like ancient.
0: Ancient. What? How am I not? Gobbles Gobbles isn't around anymore, is it? I saw it today. This is for Linux two four. Sun so Solaris six eight. Uh, uh, wow, how did I old. miss? God. Yeah,
2: this is two
3: thousand two.
0: Yeah, two thousand two. I was, I was a little off on my hit. Man, my I I
1: must have gone in to take a crap this morning and transported back eleven years.
0: You must have. You know what you did? You flipped your your news instead of reading I the most recent. To, you I must have read the the oldest. Oldest. The oldest. I had bust
1: of. Wow. So why don't you
0: take take I us back like to this ass. day in two
1: thousand two? Barry, like I look like an ass. <laughs> Seriously, I read it this no, morning no, while I was all taking you have shit. To do, all <laughs> you have, Maybe it was do- a time
3: traveling toilet. It
1: must have been. It was had a time traveling. Ta- Hot tub time machine. Toilet. No. Tub toilet. Time- that's, <laughs> that's Larry's movie, Toilet Time Machine. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. I got to <sighs> put down the crack pipe, apparently. <laughs> that
0: was uh, June 20th. So take us back to June 20th, 2002. Yeah, no, Larry. I'd rather not. Okay. Rather not. Let's move on. Larry's embarrassed. Yeah, I am, actually. <laughs> sort of. Join the club. Could, Shut up. Could almost be his bed a screen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, I now. just had my screen moment. Yep.
0: Now I got one on. Now I got one on you, Larry. Yep.
1: You do. You do. And hey, I'm I'm, a, I'm the
0: one on Percocet too, which is it makes it even fucking better that I was the one out of it and drugged out of my ass all week, and you come on the show talking oh, about Gobbles was
1: actually from 2002. Did hear about all right, that? Don't make
2: me laugh at her.
1: Hey, did you hear that? Uh, no, loft testified before Congress <laughs> last week.
2: <laughs> you know the sad thing about the Loft testifying before Congress they're right <laughs> <laughs> we, we still haven't fixed BGP. Uh, <laughs> this
1: is true yeah that came up what i saw that coming up yes. today too
2: i'm like what every time that comes up for the past what 12 years it's like too bad somebody didn't warn somebody important about oh right
1: too bad so, a green van full of hackers didn't drive to dc from boston and uh oh. So it was in the news this week. The Microsoft Blaster worm was released. Oh, it was
2: 2002. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Jesus. Speaking Uh, of something that goes sort of way back, Paul, a story that you had in there too, and combined with one that I had to forget the boogeyman, the high tech boogeyman. Uh, Apparently, while Dragos was ranting about uh, the boogeyman that is bad BIOS, someone went and took a much more conventional approach and hacked all of his things, and then posted all of his stuff to pasty uh yeah that was what so that really? yeah, yeah that uh, yeah, that was kind of bad looking yeah and at the and about the same time, um as Dragos was getting all of his stuff posted to pasty, um some re- researchers from um Frauhofer Institute um created proof of concept malware that can communicate using p c audio using inaudible tones up to sixty five feet for doing um, full control of machines with audio. And if you don't remember, Frahofer Institute is the ones that write your MP3 codec. Oh, that's good. <clears throat>
0: So using the microphones and speakers on a pair of Lenovo T400s, they wrote software that can make these two machines communicate transmit data 20 bits per second up to 64.6 <gasps> feet apart using... Sound waves that are not heard, inaudible by the human,
2: it uh, cannot be processed by the human ear. That is cool.
1: That is cool. That
2: is cool. I just, I wish that uh, laptop manufacturers would focus the range on the human voice so we could do decent <laughs> freaking podcasts without an external <laughs> microphone <laughs> instead, instead of, of putting it sh- into inaudible stuff and pissing off the dogs well, and that's allowing back you run, channel. You run Windows. Uh, the internal microphone on the Mac is actually not horrible. Well, let's see, and that enables people to compromise you. Yeah. Go, <laughs> uh, go Macs <laughs> don't get viruses, Jack. I'm going to go back to my take on this one, which the is... The Mac will never get bad viruses. If, if you're running, if you actually are doing the right thing and running an air gap, and then you throw something with high-quality audio enabled, you're back to not doing the right thing conversation i forget it's come up a couple of times in the past month about whether or not people actually harden systems anymore and this kind of answers that for you because if audio is enabled on an air gap system that's at that critical
3: so i have a question um isn't it standard in at least some secure environments to disable the mic or at least audio in uh yeah, air board. gap systems yes. at least the microphone
2: it should be. I mean, and you have to add a microphone unless you're talking about a laptop. So if you're talking desktop, even the onboard speaker, as crappy as they are, can make some noises. But how do you get audio into a system that doesn't have a microphone? Um, But if you're using laptops, because everybody buys laptops, I suppose I can see that, but why you wouldn't disable that? Um, Or, you know, if it's, More than a couple of weeks old, just run Windows 8.1 where you can't get any drivers for it. Um,
1: Now, technically, technically, if you have a PC speaker, the the system speaker uh, on a machine, that can technically be leveraged as a microphone electrically um, because by manipulating right. the the cone of the speaker generates an electrical impulse just like a microphone does right. but it's not nearly as high fidelity as a, as a really good microphone or right. a really it, bad it, microphone know, I, is. I
2: get it's it's not 15 years ago the audio cards are the audio chips are largely on the motherboards mm-hmm. it's it's not like a card you had to jam in but still if At you're least going it makes to some
0: pretty or, awesome cards too now built in stuff is yeah yeah
2: there's a whole nother. Right, but, s- believe uh, me, I've been it? I've been fighting that all. I've been fighting creative for audio? days, Yeah, creative and creative used to make all kinds of crazy. Yeah, I've been stuff. fighting that for days trying to get the, the Dell laptop to like accept again your high problem. quality input. Again, your problem is Windows. No, it's Sorry. not Windows. It's Dell. Yeah, but you could be your hardware. No, my yeah. f- my five year old Toshiba is vastly superior to my you know two year old Dell. On, right, and the Dell was an expensive one. Right. But
1: it's Dell and drivers, which is. Dude, you got a Dell. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are a Dell. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Paul, you you kind of had some of that story as well for. uh, Drones hunting drones. Now, I did see where Amazon is
0: going to deliver packages via a drone to me. Did you guys see that? 30 minutes or less. 30 minutes or less. Or it's free. Get Uh, your package. That'd be awesome. Somehow I see in some states that not happening. Because so, there will be a new sport of hunting drones.
1: Right. So uh, so currently, uh, until 2015, there's uh, the, the laws specify that uh, drones are for hobbyists only and cannot be used for commercial purposes. Interesting. Uh, but the FAA, that uh, statute expires in 2015, and the FAA has to re-rule on that. Um, so they may choose to change that Uh, which will be interesting uh, depending on how the FAA decides to deal with that. I mean, they'd have to give them some
0: kind of airspace.
1: Right, and then how do you manage that? How do you manage the airspace for a drone? Yeah, with all the other aircraft that are going on. It's interesting. Well,
3: they're probably just going to take over the hobbyist airspace and it's probably going to limit what you can do um, among hobbyists and private aircraft owners.
2: In any well, case, it's it's going to be, they've got to fly fairly, I mean, they've got to they've got to land in residential areas to be of any value, which means they have to transit through areas where there are going to be, you know, trees and power lines and birds and
1: small I, 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 children that
2: have been thrown out the window and other yeah, things. Yeah, don't, well, don't
1: quote me on it. The hobby stuff is under 300 feet or three, it's either three, five or a thousand feet that they have to be under, um. And most of the drones can potentially exceed that.
3: Yeah, uh, definitely. I think the uh, lobby for people that want to run commercial drones is going to be a lot more powerful than the hobbyists and the private aircraft owners. So it's it's probably going to be in favor of them.
1: It's going to be this whole internet thing all over again. Why would anybody want to use the internet for commercial purposes? (laughs) Yeah. Why would anybody want to use drones for commercial purposes? But Paul, to your story, what was this whole deal about... uh, well,
0: yeah, so a security research release software and instructions on modifying a drone so it can be... That's Sammy. Identify yeah, Sammy. and hijack other... Oh, yeah, Sammy... Yeah, Sammy Kempkar. Cam- Kempkar, yeah. Which I said, hey, he'd be a good guest for the show. We had him on the show. Did we? Yeah. We're good yeah,
1: to we get him definitely... back.
0: Because I saw him at BrewCon. That's what, it, what Ryan uh, just murdered. Oh, okay. I saw him speak at BrewCon. And, um, yeah, the, he wrote the Sammy Worm, and, yep. and uh, he did a lot of other research, too. mm-hmm. He's got a Raspberry Pi that can basically take out other people's drones.
1: Yep. Now, this is strictly the Parrot drone, the Parrot AR drone, mm-hmm. um, because the Parrot AR drones use a, uh, an ad hoc wireless connection um, to control via your tablet, iDevice, Android, whichever. Uh, and basically, what he's doing is using um, some wireless cards to break that uh, and then take control of the drone by joining that network and becoming the master of that network and doing it. Yeah, so how cool would it be to hijack everyone else's packages that are coming via yeah, Amazon? Yeah, now, of course, drone. Amazon's not using AR drones, but still, right. the concept exists. The concept is there. The concept right. is solid in that you have to have a wireless controller controlling the Amazon drone, just like you do with the AR stuff. And there's going to be some measure of security between or not between those to do that control. And can you now compromise that and be in the middle and take those So over?
2: Amazon it's sells- a matter of scale. Amazon sells the Kindle, which is Android-based. So if they were dumb enough to use Android for piloting the drones, what happens when they get the Google Maps update and it turns to shit? <laughs> <laughs> wow! We
0: all get each other's packages, <laughs> Or I get all. Of I your just packages. I see that I see that being more of a safety issue than anything else. And I don't see it. All right, so take the residential delivery out of it okay let's say we set up channels for drones to deliver like warehouse to warehouse Uh huh. their capacity for moving packages five pounds yeah currently five pounds i mean what does that buy you i don't i don't see how it's useful
2: the last right amazon now. delivery i got was the one that you held for me and i held your eight, package oh, you held my package wow. for a long and time that wasn't and that wasn't a five pound package yeah it, it was a heavy package it that didn't was, do that much, was though. eight yeah
1: <laughs> all, just, all i can all i can say is it was, it was on prime it was evil
2: eight eight um hey, where are you going it, was drives. it was hard i'll take that drives yeah it was it was hard drives, drives. Yeah. you know when you put eight drives in a server in your basement and you spin up those i mean they're only they're only ten thousand rpm drives but only throwing throwing eight 10,000 rpm drives in a server in your basement makes the basement loud even with the door shut even with the door shut
0: Yep. Um Sans Institute has been accredited for yeah. a master's in security. Yeah. This did you is uh, awesome. did you hear about this? I did. Yeah. I did. I mean, this is like I remember working for the university several years ago and SANS saying uh and me applying for the accreditation or uh-huh. for the uh uh education stuff. Yeah. 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 And The university told me, well, they're not accredited. And Sands told me, you know, we're really going to work on that. Mm -hmm. And they've been working on it ever since. Yeah, but you
2: were at a real university. That was 10 years ago. That
0: was 10 years ago. (laughs) Now, the university did pay for out of a different budget, right? They did pay for me to go to several Sands, but that budget came and went and was distributed across an entire team. So maybe one or two people got to go to Sands one year and you had to skip a year. Yep. Um, with the accreditation, now you can actually apply. Yeah, for right. You can use your your
1: own funding, basically. Yep, yeah, you can use your, the prop, potential benefits for uh, higher education and those types yeah. of things as well, which won't completely do the cost, but in conjunction with other budget items, may help to offset some of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and to, that's a huge thing. Exactly, same sort of thing. I was looking to do that many years ago, and um, the apply education credits, and the the answer that I got was they're not accredited. And when Sa- when Sands asked me about that you know, years ago, it was uh Toby, Toby Goker. Um, yeah. he said so. Why aren't you doing it? And I said because you guys aren't accredited. My company won't pay for it until you guys are accredited. Um, so this is a this is a really big deal. That's that's crazy. That's- yeah, it's you know it, it's fine. Long, a uh, long time coming.
0: Yeah. So they had to establish um a. a- Basically, an educational organization, which happened in 2005. Of course, Sands was offering training way before. Oh that. yeah. Um. So, that's that's a that's a big win for Sands, and that's great news for security professionals. So, uh, make sure you look into that. Whereas before, you were not offered any kind of credit, uh, financial credit for attending Sands. Now, um, yep. Now you can, uh, and, uh,
1: and now potentially you can leverage your your financial credit for higher education um in conjunction with some of your departments' now you, IT training you're budget you're
0: likely going to have to uh, enroll in their degree program in order right. to make that happen yep. so it's not just going to be able like you gonna be able to go do to one, one conference and take one set of training yep you're going to have to uh enroll in a program which you know for a lot of us is is probably something that you are going to do anyway and for a lot of us might be a, a really good thing so yep yep um isn't all IT shadowy nowadays It's I don't, I don't understand this article that references shadow IT. I think that all IT operates in the shadows now.
1: That's an airplane. That, that is an airplane. That must be Carlos. Oh, sorry. No, oh wow. I live
3: under an airport.
1: Oh, you live under the airport. Under the airport, huh?
3: Well, I mean, under the flight path. Gotcha. Of the airport. Okay, it's gone now. Sorry. Continue. <laughs>
1: Continue.
0: Yeah, Jack. Jack I want to get your. Take on I don't this. Think I so McAfee this. sponsored a study by Frost and Sullivan to investigate. Gosh,
2: stop! Stop! Just stop there. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> oh it. Oh my I can't God! Even. Oh, it hurts. Uh, an
1: impact of shadow IT, specifically software as a service application being used by employees without the knowledge or consent of IT.
2: Shadow IT is What bu- is a buzzword alternative for bring your own?
1: Um, byod, but not b- just
2: byod. B-O-I-O-and it's software? byo everything that isn't officially managed. So that means uh. so so shadow it tends to refer to uh, using cloud services you're not supposed to.
1: F- um, uh, Evernote, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. Or you know, iCloud, using
2: Dropbox or uh, Evernote or whatever it is, going you know, to SkyDrive, whatever it is you use that you're not supposed to use. Google, Facebook, Talks. Amazon, uh, Angry Birds. All of no, those In things, fact, if you want to take
0: it further, I have seen yeah. marketing departments actually have their own website outside of the control of the company uh-huh. yep. with their yep. own surveys and forums and other stuff. I've, yep. com- I've compromised those. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I love those.
2: And, you know, so if there, uh. there's that. And there's also shadow IT is running your own data centers at Amazon or or Rackspace or whatever cloud provider or VPS you use yep. so that you don't have to put up with the pesky security rules and provisioning guidelines. Um, and so that's shadow. But it's that same, it's the same story as, as bring your own. It's it's a loss of control. And it starts out with a fundamental question of, um, is the problem that you're dealing with assholes or is the problem that you're keeping people from doing their job and they're just trying to get their shit done and you haven't done a good job of letting, of, you know, doing what you're supposed to do. And it, you know, the truth usually lies in the middle somewhere. I mean, it's we're dealing with people, therefore we're dealing with assholes. Um, But if you, um, and it is a big but, yeah. But
1: uh, I just, I, 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 yeah.
2: I just
0: wanted to get Jack wound up with that.
1: Yeah. So, Paul,
2: I have a, is it it undermining your security? Is you know, and so just to be difficult, even though I take the security stance that you know. Well, no shit. It's undermining your security. (laughs) Um, Is your security the the I don't know whatever you want to call it. The question that you throw back instead of that is is your security undermining your business? And it's not simple. The truth is in the middle somewhere. Mm -hmm. But people that are trying to do so, oh, you know, and hey, I I've spent the past several years working for vendors, uh, but I will still freely say. When vendors tell you shit, uh, put on the filter and see if it's, uh, you know, a vendor plus analyst plus survey with self-selection bias and confirmation bias. Or, oh, hey, there's actually some inf- interesting information there. You know, it's are we talking DBIR or are we talking uh, APT1?
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Freaking drink. <laughs> wow. Wow. They didn't just do APT, they did APT1. Yeah, well,
2: apt two. Larry, what else you got? On oh, your I got a just list? a
1: quick request that didn't make it to your refresh there, mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. Allison's got some stuff too. Um, mm-hmm. and I only asked this request given that uh, on the last podcast that I was on, you guys pulled through big time with the A five one, um, and uh, I can't remember the name of the tool now. Uh, request that like, hey, you guys got a link to this because I need this TK four two one. Yeah, TK five two four four two one. Um, but I am specifically looking to. Legitimate links, torrent, you name it, to the uh, Cupid company password breach of the two billion, whatever it was, ridiculous, forty-three million passwords that got disclosed. Mm-hmm. Um, this was what through two week, two three weeks ago now mm-hmm. it happened while I was in Detroit. Any um, beer
0: left in any of these?
1: No, no, no. You can't have any. any beer left in there. Can't have any. Um, Dad, do, do you need do you need some beer?
0: No, I just I need a sip. Sorry,
1: continue there. Um, so I'm looking for links to the actual Cupid password breach. The one that was being billed as the Cupid password breach um, was not. It was the Adobe hash password breach, which, by the way, Paul, your email address is in there. Um, uh, as well as the one that got talked about today, the uh, Facebook, Google, Twitter one. Um, uh, I would really like to see Wait, these. The, the for, Adobe one? Yeah, the Adobe one. Your, your password, Paul Paul.com, was in there. The hashed password, which, by the way, you were the only one that had a that same hash in there, so your password was unique for all of the Adobe users. It and wasn't for, even
3: hashed; it was encrypted. So once they find that key, they can decrypt your password.
1: Right, right. And they and this was an account on an Adobe's website. Yep, uh, Adobe, you know, registration for download type stuff. Like you Adobe, at one point, you downloaded an Adobe product and you had to put in your email and a password to be able to download it. Uh, like sign up for an Adobe account. Yours was in there. <clears throat> um, but the password was not in clear text, and it's encrypted. Hey, um, when someone decrypts that, they could send me my password. Would be awesome. Thanks. Yeah,
0: yeah that's <laughs> not a
1: problem. I'll send you the I'll send you the encrypted stuff. So yeah, we were going through that. Um, and it's kind of funny. A bunch of friends of ours, um, had a that we should that we knew their email addresses showed up in that list with a hash, and then you search the list for that hash, and thousands of people show up with the same hash. And turns oh yeah, out,
3: I'm in there three times.
1: And turns out that the password that our friends had picked were passwords like fuck Adobe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and That's apparently awesome. there are thousands of people that have the same password at Adobe.com's website of fuck Adobe.
3: You know uh, why though? You have to create an account to uh, demo Photoshop or things like that. Yeah.
1: See, it's something ridiculous like that. So if anybody yep. has a link to the, the Cupid password breach... Or the the one that came out today, the Facebook, Google, Twitter one, or um, the key to decrypt all the passwords. I, I just I just want links to the the real no, I just the, want the, key. the Cupid one because the Cupid one was one in plain text under there, Jack underneath the the desk. The, is cu- the Cupid one was in plain text and unknown about the Google, Facebook, Twitter one that happened today that will get to announced today. Um, but I'd love to be Spanky. able to download those and be able to do some analysis. Uh, i would love a copy
3: too in <laughs> fact i want all the passwords yeah
1: <laughs> and, and and the other one this, too so that we can allison's t-shirt that she wears i want all, I want. The, all the passwords <laughs> and the other one so that we can provide those to somebody like uh ron Bowes it's called security for his password password list because those are a huge valuable uh resource for us as as pen testers so, so
3: larry there was a recent hack with um Vodafone in Iceland, and that dump is floating around the internet right now.
1: Oh, if you have a link to that, please do send that to me. I'd love to love that.
3: Let's talk after the show.
1: Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Allison's got some stories, Paul.
3: Yes. I have some links here. I posted... Um, somebody uploaded all the Defcon videos, all the Black Hat videos, all the ShmooCon videos from this year onto oh. a YouTube playlist. So huh. if you haven't seen them yet, you can peruse those videos. And my talk from Black Hat is there as good. well. I want to see
1: the, the DEF CON ones because there's a bunch of talks that I wanted to see that I didn't get to. And well, there's a those, ton. Those good jerks at the folks that do all the recording will not return any of my emails. Period. What?
3: Seriously? Yep. You know, they sell the videos.
1: Exactly. Exactly. The sound of knowledge, they they will not return any of my emails. And you're, do they not
3: you- want to sell it or something? Apparently not. <laughs> Well, now you don't have to buy it.
1: Thank God. Screw those guys. Uh,
3: And then, uh, apparently, the Skynet botnet author uh, was allegedly arrested in Germany. This is um, a botnet that mines Bitcoins and operates over Tor. And the owner of the botnet writes on Twitter constantly. And for the past few days, his or her Twitter has been totally silent. Except for one tweet claiming that the authorities arrested the wrong person. But only time will tell. Yep. Any other stories?
1: Illustrious. Paul oh, the The only one that I've got, Paul, that you will find interesting is uh, remember we were talking about uh, a couple weeks back about the uh, the D-Link um, vulnerability with the user agent string. That when you put the specific user, user agent string in, you could bypass authentication for the D-Link routers. Uh, They admitted to it and they patched it with a firmware update. The problem is, how many consumers do you know that do firmware updates? Very few. None.
3: How many consumers know what firmware is?
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So uh, all I can say about that is. Uh, How many consumers even know that they have a router installed? A what now? Yeah, exactly.
3: The internet box?
1: Hmm. A router. A router? No, they should, we should have had Thomas and uh, Ryan back on for that. they use different routers over there? Yeah, they definitely use different routers. They use um. Which, by the way, when you say that you rooted a system, those folks um, in the UK, um, that has a significantly
2: different meaning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Means you added a route. No. I'll be sure to use that term all the time when I'm yeah. in the UK.
3: Wait, wait.
1: When you you root a box in the UK, you uh, stick your stinky dinky in it. (laughs) (laughs) Which for Allison might be a little bit more difficult.
3: Uh, I'm sure I can make it work
1: out. (laughs) Don't want to know. You make fake (laughs) ones. You do. You Um, can put it on your face too, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of 2002, right? That's right. Wow. That was 2004, actually. All right. I'll tell you why I know that in a little while, too. Okay. After the show. Are we ready to end the show? I think so. All right. You know what? We'll take a short break, come back, and wrap up the show. This episode of Paul.com Security Weekly is brought to you by Percocet. You're much more docile when you're on the drugs. The gift keeps on giving. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's been, a, it's been kind of a rough week for me. I bet. It hasn't been like, I haven't gotten like lots of rest and stuff. But not going through any traumatic surgery. <laughs> nah. Wait, you You were up late or something? Oh, or? so one, one tooth was on my nerve. Uh-huh. And the other tooth was like in my sinus cavity. Uh, so and by the, the time he gotten through both of those, um, he decided that between that and my blood pressure, that we were both tired and we should call it quits. So, so he only took out two. <sighs>
1: I only have three. Uh, Is it's one other? thing for
2: you to be tired. I really don't want a tired surgeon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I want the surgeon sharp. So <laughs> at, the, at your age, what was the driving motivation for having them taken out? The one on the bottom uh-huh. was
0: crooked and on the move and about uh-huh. to cause massive problems. Two, okay. two different dentists look at that bottom one and were like, "What, uh, dude, you need get to get no. that out okay. now.
1: Because uh, yeah. once
0: it causes a problem, it's going to friggin' hurt. Okay,
1: so that one. But what, why are the other two?
0: Because they were there, and they should come out. But he said the other one's like less than a 2% chance that it will bother me. It's like way wrapped around my jaw. He's like, I'm not tempted to cut that out unless it bothers you. Like, okay. Then I wanted to punch him in the face. That's after he tried to get the IV in me, like, four. So he started with my hand. Then went you no know, my arm, my hand and then my arm which is all bruised. And it wasn't my veins. He like couldn't find the right parts. Like So the as, long IV, as yeah. yeah. yeah I, like <laughs> as, the IV tube like like flow wasn't going in cuz
2: did, yeah. did they do the what one of the things they always say to me these days is you know it's not metal cuz they they don't leave a metal bit in you anymore. It's plastic. It's right. like, You've still stabbed a pointy thing into a fucking vein here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like when you're lying there in the hospital, they always have trouble with that. Yeah, why is that? I, I have no idea. You, you want to know the smoothest IV I've ever had put in? My
0: anesthesiologist when I my knee surgery. Smoothest no one joke.
2: I ever had put in was by a guy, my height, probably 280 pounds, like 6'3", 280 pound, Fifty-year-old EMT in an ambulance yeah, flying down the road, <laughs> bouncing all over the place, bouncing yeah, all like, over. He lines whoop. up my arm. He kind of lays it down and goes, flip, and I didn't even feel it until I felt the cool liquid so get, go in. So get this: they give you a flying, happy, get, they give you a happy pill the night before yeah, your surgery, volume.
0: and then you give more happy pills the morning. Oh, I of. need to talk so to by Rhode the time, Island doctor. By the man. time I get to the dentist, man, I was like, whatever. My guy, he's like, I, I, he's like all stressed and can't get the IV. I'm like, nah, yeah, whatever. He's like, does that hurt? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs> uh, so I, I gotta try Rhode like, Island once medicine. He got man. In, My once doctor he, yeah. won't put me out till I get there.
0: Oh yeah. And once he got the the <laughs> IV in, finally, boom. That's the last thing I remember. <laughs> I see the tape. I remember seeing the tape go over. By hand, and
1: then you woke up in the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I was in
0: the car screaming about punching the doctor in the face because nice.
1: someone punched oh, me man. in the hand. Nice. See, see, for me, you, the, get, the, you get better the, drugs than we do. The, 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 yeah. the, the, need- yeah, the I hate, I hate needles. But you start doing them. you can't find. Yeah, you going to poke me again. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Keep poking. Yeah. I like okay. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to see. I'd like to
2: see you tell the nurse you're afraid of needles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I say, I say that every time I'm afraid of needles, and I'm sorry. This is, is going to make your job suck if you don't know what you're doing. Because when they do the IV or they do uh, blood draw, they're not supposed to do by sight. They're supposed to do by feel. Because they're supposed to feel the vein and not by sight. And I don't know how many I've gone to that have gone and gone... Uh, uh, huh. Yeah. I said, here, use the back of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't dealing with you because I know you ain't going to oh, do gonna oh, well, You know, we're getting old when yeah, here talk about we talk Should we yet. be
2: sitting in a park bench feeding finger pang- no, f- poisoning huh? pigeons? And- <laughs> yes.
1: Well, thanks everyone for listening. Larry, take us out <laughs> Oh, don't forget the Core Impact discount code is IMPACTBSG. We're good friends. That- oh. Yeah. Yes. Over and Valium. Oh, yeah.